Okay, we are on Daf Yud Aleph Amad Aleph. If I'm not mistaken, that's not right. Okay, we were talking about the issue of uh, traveling and reducing the amount of food you eat, because either has the effect, a negative effect on your uh, digestion, or maybe you're going to run out of food. But the Gemara says in the second line, Rapapa called Parsa Uparsa Achil Chadarista. Rapapa, I guess contrary to the advice, would eat a loaf of bread every Parsa of travel. Parsa is like a four meal. Every couple of kilometers, he was eating another thing. So uh, the Gemara says, He must have felt this because of digestion issues, and he guys didn't think he was going to have those. Basar probably should say Hava. Our Papa was a famously a uh, heavy guy, and therefore he gets he needed more food or could handle more food, so he was okay. So that's that. Okay. Amar Rabbi Marav. Okay. Now Rabbi says the name of Rav as follows. Anybody who, let's say, starves themselves, but it can't mean literally mean starves themselves, but means sort of uh, reduces the amount of food they eat in the times of famine, will be saved from an unusual death. Through famine, you'll be redeemed from death. It says, It should say, From starvation. From starvation, meaning you'll be redeemed. So it says, no. The idea, Ella, Hachi Kamar, right? This is what the Pasuk seems to indicate from Pasuk from Eov. Bishar Shemar Eiv Atzmo Bishnei Ravon Nitzol Mimita Mishuna. As a reward for doing this, you'll be safe from unusual death. Rashi says, wasn't Mita Mishuna. So it's an interesting idea, Rashi says. He says, Mate Becherev Uberav Bechom Mita Sheina Bidei Malach Hamavet Kederach Kol Adam Bamita Dom. So he says that unusual death means uh, like by the sword or through starvation or any unusual death that's not in the hands of the Malachamavet, which is how people die normally on their bed. Which is sort of interesting. I would have assumed that all deaths are through the Malachamavet and just different ways to go. And Rashi seems to think in here that no, Malachamavet is for the standard death. Other things are unusual death. I thought that's an interesting idea. Okay. Um, Rejlagish has this answer for a person to engage in sexual relations during the years of famine. Yosef gave birth to two sons before the years of famine came, apart, came about. So they did it. Yosef, uh, presumably the idea here is sort of it's like maybe callous to engage in this type of uh, physically pleasurable, self-indulgent behavior when uh, everyone's uh, suffering around you. So it's not appropriate. Well, maybe the idea is to have children, because that's more... Oh, that's also a nice idea, a positive idea, right? Don't have children. Why are you bringing children in? Then I have to support the kids. It's going to lead to more uh, inability to support them and things like that. So, okay, so all these ideas. And then the Gemara says, Tana Usat Chasuche Banim Mishamshim Mitotem. People who are lacking children, uh, maybe means they haven't fulfilled Peru Vru, Rashi says, possibility, they are allowed to do that, Bishnei Ravon, in the time of famine. Okay. Tana Rabbanan Bismashi Yisrael Shruyim Bitsar. Um, one second, I just want to show one thing. No, two. Bismashi Yisrael Shruyim Bitsar. Upiresh Echad Mehem Ba'in Shnei Malachei Hasharit Shemalavim Lo Ladam Uminichim Leudehem Al Roshov. Amrim Ploni Zeh Shibiresh Ben Tibur Al Yerev Ben Echamat Tibur. Okay, so if you have the time, aware Ben Yisrael are uh, in the midst of uh, suffering, and one person uh, excludes himself, separates himself, I guess, from their suffering, and so sort of does indulges in things on his own or moves away or something like that. 
So you have two angels that accompany a person, they come, they place their hand on his head, and they say, this person who separated himself from the tibur will not be able to participate in the comforting of the tibur. And you remove yourself, you're not able to do that. I think if you see a similar thing that Midrash talks about, right, in, in the Megillah's root, right, that's sort of like uh, they left, uh, at the beginning, they left Moab. Right, and that's why uh, maybe what their punishment on their punishment was. Can you say like just in times of famine or any time of suffering? Any time of suffering, any time of suffering. You have to be mishtatef batsar. You can't really remove yourself How from... How far do we take that, though? What's that? How far do we take that? That's a good question. That's a good question. No, it doesn't mean you have to like sort of like throw yourself into suffering, but I think it means like sort of don't indulge yourself in a way. Uh, let's say that everyone's like dealing with a certain pain. So I'll, I'll give you an example. Let's say it's uh, a war in, you know, in Azar or something. So I don't know. Maybe at that time it's not the time to, uh, I don't know, uh, let's say like, take a vacation or something. Like, like yeah, people and uh, people all over the area are suffering. Like, it's not the time to sort of indulge yourself in a certain way, like you know, just to escape, the, not to escape the Asia, but to escape like the the mindset, you know. Unless of course it's psychologically healthy and you have to go do it. Okay. Um, Right? So this is an idea. Right? When people in the Tibor is in the midst of suffering, person should say, ah, I'll go to my house, I'll eat, I'll drink. Like, Shalom Alech and Avshir, everything will be fine. Okay, the Pesach says, so the Pesach is about him, it says in Yishayel, like you should rejoice, you know, slaughter the, the cattle, slaughter the, the sheep, eat meat, drink wine, eat and drink, because tomorrow we'll die. Right, so they're like, eat, drink, and be merry, right? So they're just like, uh, who cares, well, you know, whatever, live in the moment, because, you know, things are bad. Don't do that. Because Makti Batre, what does it say after that? Okay, because the Pazik says it'll be revealed in the ears of Hashem, as it were, if this type of sin can be atoned for, alright, until you die. Okay? Then the Gemara says, Until now, this is the Midah of the truth of regular people. When it comes to the Midah of Rishayim, what does it say? Um, one second. It says, "Atayu echayayim v'nispaah shechar v'ayakazeh yom machar." Okay, so pasuk says here. One second, I'll read the pasuk. It says, mm-hmm. um, "Come, I will fetch wine. We will fill us, ourselves with strong drink. Tomorrow shall be as this day." Meaning, so people just like you know, indulging in sort of like the 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 very temporal, you know, pleasures. Maktu batrei was to say right after that. Hatzadik. Aved bein ish sam al leiv kimipnei hara'a neasaf hasadik. That's here, right? The righteous perishes, and no man lays it to heart that the righteous is taken away from the evil to come. The idea is, um, what he says here is that the the tzaddikim will die early, not to have to see the uh, the terrible destruction that will come upon these wicked people. Okay, so Ella, so rather, okay, so rather than doing these types of things, either way, it's very bad to do these things. What should you do? You should suffer along with the Zibor. We found that by Right, so this is the war with the Malik, right? So when Moshe's hands were up, so the Bnei were successful. When his hands were down, they were less successful. So his hands were very heavy. 
they put they take a stone, they put it underneath them. And he sat down. But he didn't have like a pillow or a cushion to sit on, make it a little more comfortable. Bitsar. So since the Israel are, are, are in the midst of Tsar, I also will be with them in Tsar. So anybody who participates right with and commiserates with the Tibur in their pain will merit to see the comfort. Okay? Now, maybe a person will say, Well, who's going to testify against me? I mean, who's going to know? You know, so, like, what's the big deal? So, you know, all these terrible things are happening outside and inside. So I eat and drink and I watch Netflix and I do all my normal things and just indulge. Who's going to know the difference? Like, no one really knows. No, it says. The stones of a person's house, the beams of a person's house will testify against them, so to speak. Shnemar just says, Okay, let me translate that, sorry. Stress here. For a stone shall cry out from the wall, and a beam out of the timber shall answer. Okay. That's it. Oh yeah, I mean, who cares? You said like whatever. Like you, it's your own punishment. Yeah. 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 Uh, like uh, right basically. Okay. Rabbi Chitko Omer Nishmatosh uh, off. So the same way Hashem will punish the wicked in the Lam Haba, even for a minor sin that they do, so too He will punish the righteous in this world for a minor sin that they do. Meaning this is the idea, right, that Hashem, I think we've seen this before, right, that Hashem has, uh, who punish the righteous in this world so they can get more merit in the world to come. And the reverse is for the wicked. They get rewarded in this world for the little things they do so that they'll get full measure of punishment in the world to come. Ve'en, um, ve'en avel, yeah. So same thing, right? The same way that the tzaddikim get paid back in a positive way, they get reward in olam haba, even for a small thing they do. The rishayim get paid back in this world, even for uh for the small misses they do, because again they get rewards for their misses now. They use up their making us so to speak. Tzadik v'yasharhu. Then the pasuk says, "Tzadik v'yasharhu." He is righteous and straight. Uh, it says, as follows: "Veshab tiratosh al adam la beit olamo 
uh, okay, this is a, a sort of a well-known idea, where right? we have this idea that when a person dies after 120 years, so we should review all of our all of our actions. So this is a Gemara that uh, that is this idea. Okay, when a person dies, uh, it goes to Beit Olamo. Kol Masav, it says it says here Niftarim, but I probably should say Nifratim, like the word uh, Pras, like detailed. All his actions are detailed lefanav. But he says, this is what you did on this day and that, you know, uh, in this place. But who Omer Ahen? He has to say, yes, I did. He has to admit it. Ve'omrim lo chatom. He has to sign. Ve'chotem. He has to sign. Shnemar b'yad kol adam yachtom. In the hand of each person, he must sign. Everyone's going to have to sign off on all the actions that we do. Not only do you have to do that, but you have to sort of justify Hashem's judgment. I have to say to them, you judge me well. So that you'll be a tzaddik in your words and what you did. Okay? So this is a famous idea. And so, so we have a couple of different things here. Philosophically, this idea that uh, righteous can pay back uh, for the good things in, uh, in the world to come. And uh, that's why maybe there's suffering for them in, the, in this world and in the Rishayim, the opposite. And also this idea that at the end of uh, 120, we have to all uh, like uh, answer for all our sins. Uh, they show us like a big video over there of all our life. Okay. Um, here we go. Then it says... Mm-hmm, um, so here's also another, another interesting machloket. This is a machloket about asceticism in Judaism. In case you want to know about that, so here's a machloket that surrounds how we inter- interpret the idea of the Nazir, which you can find also in Rishonim as well. But here it comes from this Gemara. Shmuel says anybody who sits in Taniyot is called a sinner. Like fasting per se, you know, is a sinner. So even though we're saying that you have to be shatef with the Tsar of the Tzibur, but per se, fasting is not a good idea. Uh, okay. He holds up the following Tana. The Tanya, so we learned in the Brayta. Rabbi Lazar Kavar, Rabbi Omer. What does it mean in the Pasuk about the Nazir? It says he has to atone for the fact that he sinned. What's the, what's the sin that this person did? It's that he withheld himself from wine. Right? The Nazir declared himself to be a Nazir, so he's not having wine. That's bad. This guy, the Nazir, all he's holding back from is wine. Is wine. We call him a chote. So kavachomer, somebody who fasts and doesn't have any food at all, any drink at all. So on the more so, you're called a sinner. That's not a proper attitude towards the physical world. That's the opinion of. Rabbi Lazar HaKafar in the name of Rebbe. Rabbi Lazar Omer, Nikra Kadosh. Rabbi Lazar disagrees. He says, no, you're actually called a holy person. Right, that you're called a Kadosh. You grow your hair long. That's a Kadosh. This guy who only holds himself back from one thing, wine, he's called a Kadosh. Okay, so all the more so, right, if you hold yourself back. Kamar says, hold on a second. We're going to Shmuel, but aren't you called a Kadosh? He has to deal with the positive that says the Nazar called a Kadosh, so why would he say such a bad thing? He says, no. He says, no, for letting his hair grow long, he's called a Kadosh, but not for the fasting part, not for the holding back from wine. That's a guy who violates his Nizirut. If you violate the Nizirut, so you're called a Chote, but it's not being a Nazir per se. So that's a fundamental machloket about the idea of should we be uh, uh, involved in sort of ascetic behavior at all. So you see the big machloket in this uh, tonight. Okay, we will stop here. I knew this was the one I've been looking for. Proof that I should grow my hair.